get fast in-home Wi-Fi that you can control with Xfinity XFi. See who's online, pause your Wi-Fi, or even set a curfew for the kids. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. And here we are. It is the Gut Check Project, episode number 20, with your host, Dr. Ken Brown. I'm Eric Rieger. Dr. Ken, what's up? Episode number 20. Love it. We've this now gone a... to 10 two times. Wow. I know. It's amazing. In the beautiful Spoonie Studios. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, no guest today? No guest today because we're going to do something cool. Because we're going to do a lot of fun today. We're going to <laughs> we're going to we're going to push the boundaries. What are we going to be talking about today? Well, we have several people who've written in, uh, talked about sleep apnea, not only through email, but we have people who come through the clinic. We have people who come through the procedures. They want to know what can they do about sleep apnea, and it's funny because whenever we have them go to sleep for the procedures, oftentimes we are able to recognize you may need to go and get checked out for your sleep apnea problem, and then they inevitably say. I didn't know I had sleep apnea. And then many times they end up going getting tested right back and say, I did. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So we always talk about this, the, the three pillars of health, gut, brain, and sleep. Sleep is so important that for next month's KBMD subscription box, your yep. health has arrived. It's going to be an addition of things to help people sleep better, get into a deeper sleep, get into good sleep hygiene because it's so important. And just the fact that people will have obstructive sleep apnea, right? like this guy right here. Yep. So I learned that I have obstructive sleep apnea, and I've snored my entire life, didn't think anything of it. And then, of course, um, you know, we know that my kids play a lot of tennis. I took Lucas on a, on a tournament one time, and he said, you kept me up all night snoring, and then he lost the next day's match. And I went, okay, I better go get checked out. So I went to my friend, um, ear, nose, and throat doctor, Dr. Keith Metheny, and he sent me home with an at-home sleep monitor and we were both surprised i mean he's like a friend and so we're sitting there and he's like ah you know you're just kind of appeasing the family he's like dude you've got horrible sleep apnea i'm like what i don't fit the profile i mean i'm a little little chubby but uh, you know but i'm not you know i don't have the big thick neck i don't have those other things but as it turned out i have a lot of redundant tissue in the back of my throat right and we're gonna address that we got some cool stuff i want to look at some studies about that because now i realize oh my gosh as we attempt to bridge the gap between natural solutions and traditional medicine, there's stuff that has been published years ago, very easy to do, very life-changing, and we're going to work on that today. So if you have trouble sleeping, make sure that you tune into this show. Well, and, and talk about what it is to have symptoms of sleep apnea. A lot of people don't even realize why they suddenly feel fatigued, why they feel like they're trying to lose weight but simply can't. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I think that the most common symptom of sleep apnea is a bruise on your shoulder <laughs> from your wife punching you all night long. Shut up. <laughs> I know, I know I snore real bad when this shoulder hurts because she's rolled me over on it and then I've got a big bruise on this one. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that's the most common symptom of sleep apnea is the spousal attack as you continue to keep the whole house up. So Yeah, I'm really lucky because I, I don't snore. Unfortunately my, my wife does not snore either. So it's pretty quiet, but my dad did. And uh, he had sleep apnea, and it was he did not want the machine. He did not want to address it. But when he did, there was no turning back. He felt better. He had better energy. He was glad that he was able to address the issue that he didn't realize was 
sidelining him for so long. My goal for our subscription box and the D-Hat subscription box, which I am meeting again with D-Hat on Tuesday. We're going to continue to launch this thing. This is going to be so exciting. We will change the landscape of health in the DFW Metroplex and hopefully spread beyond the Metroplex and get way out there and really start looking at some things. Um, That's one of the reasons why I think that we can use a subscription box to try and get these aspects of health improved so that everything works. When you don't get into your proper circadian rhythm of sleeping, your gut motility changes. And you can then have gut issues, which is my primary thing. But then we start looking at that. That leads to autoimmune disease. Right. Let alone the other aspects of increased cortisol, increased weight gain, insulin sensitivity actually decreases. And now you've got this whole recipe of why as a nation we continue to get sicker. One of the problems is we do not have proper sleep hygiene. One thing that happens also, which is that vicious cycle, is that when you don't sleep good, that stressor decreases, and they've shown this, your two endogenous endocannabinoids, right. known as anandamide and 2-AG. Anandamide goes down, 2-AG goes up, which is your stress endocannabinoid, in response to the stress that's going on. And then, because you're in fight or flight. All of the time. All of the time. So unfortunately, if you're one of these people, you know, hopefully you're listening to this and you're driving to work. And if you're one of these people that notices that you get tired on your drive home and everything, a lot of this is out of your control. A lot of this is a hormonal response due to improper sleep. And even if you go and you sleep a long time. So like one of the things I was listening to, I was um, podcast. I've always been a big fan of Adam Ruins Everything. Right, yeah. You know, that show, if, if you get a chance, I, is Adam Conover, I think he's a really funny guy and I think he's a good actor and all this other stuff. But what they do is that they look at different things and they have a, a team of researchers do different stuff. Well, now he's sort of taken that show and he has his own podcast. Mm-hmm. So he's bringing those experts on that just get little snippets on the show and he'll do like a full hour with them. Well, he had a sleep expert on. And he freely admitted, he goes, I grew up in a home, I think he's a conover, I guess he's Irish, because he I grew up in a home where having a nightcap is very normal. Then he goes, so for years, I would work odd hours, I would have a drink to get tired and go to sleep. And then she said, well, here's what happens with that. Yes, alcohol is a sedative. You'll go to sleep. But what it does is when it wears off, you have a spike in energy and it will draw you out of your circadian rhythm and it moves your REM sleep further along so that typically when you're in your REM is when you're waking up at six or 7 a.m. Yeah. And it disrupts the whole process. So even though you went to sleep and you feel like you had a good sleep, you screwed that up. Same thing will happen with sleep apnea. The second you go into an apneic episode, it raises your awareness, cortisol goes up, pulls you out of that circadian rhythm, and that happens. So today we're going to do some cool tricks on how to help sleep apnea for somebody like me. If you've got redundant tissue and this different stuff, that's really cool. Um, the other really cool thing that we're going to do today is, do you remember that kick-ass guest that we had named Brandon Brown? I do remember Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown from Flower Power? Uh, no, Flower Child. Flower Child. Flower Child. Sous chef at Flower, at Flower Child. Um, great episode. Check that out. He's a super cool dude. He, uh, he contacted us. He said, you know what? You guys have such a, something really unique. You're a doctor. You're there. You're on Spoonie Network, which is kind of a, you know, Chef Patrick's got his his show. He's like, you guys should start doing a little food stuff. Maybe you should cook. So today, for the first time, we're going to have the Cooking with KBMD CBD show. It did happen, and we have results. We're going to show how to make one thing and show something that was made already and brought in today. But I've watched a lot of 
uh, the Food Network. In fact, one of my patients is a producer for the Food Ooh. Network, so I, I got the inside scoop on how that actually works and, and everything. So it's kind of cool. It's always fun to see the back, you know, the, the back end of how this stuff gets produced, how they do it, how they set it up. But I've watched a lot of Food Network, and so we're going to do that. We're going to do a live <laughs> cooking show. We're going to make some cool stuff. Today, we're going to use CBD, and we're going to talk about that. Um, and, you know, we always want to make sure that uh, a study just came out today, as a matter of fact, I just saw it, where eating flavonoids and polyphenols, specifically, they looked at that from teas and from fruits, right? when you'd had a high-risk population, a smoking population, and people with poor lifestyle, significantly decrease the cancer risk. Wow. So... That brings up our moment of polyphenol talk, Atrontil. So, uh, you know, we developed Atrontil for gut health, overall gut health, but we're realizing that the powerful polyphenols, this is the only NSF certified, meaning if you're an athlete, you can take this. You're not going to get a pop for anything wrong. And if uh, this actually has been shown to help athletic performance by increasing nitric oxide to the muscles, right? we know that polyphenols do that. We know that polyphenols actually decrease the oxidative stress. And we also know that the polyphenols go to the colon where your body breaks it down for anti-inflammatory, anti-aging molecules that we're going to call postbiotics, that I got some cool news on that also. So the fact that this study just came out more and more and more, we're hearing about how beneficial these polyphenols are. These are the things that make vegetables and fruits colorful right. from the Mediterranean diet. Study just came out that showed if you lead a high-risk lifestyle, meaning if you smoke or you eat processed foods, you need to make sure that you get a significant amount of polyphenols in. And one way to do it is to take Atrontil. And a really easy way to do it and save some money is to, where do they go? They can go to lovemytummy.com forward slash Spoonie and use code Spoonie. Save some money. So we will talk more about polyphenols. We'll talk more. Our goal here at Gut Check Project is just to make you your best you, no matter what your lifestyle is. We're going to give little life hacks to see if we can figure it out. Definitely. And speaking on life hacks, we have two things that we need to address on some quick business. So we have notified the six winners. However, I've got two that I've not heard back from. And then when we hear back from those two, so I'm going to resend the email to those two and confirm with everyone that we can read off the winners' names. I'll resend that email by tomorrow. Just be sure and check your email just in case it didn't go through last time. But we want to make certain that we have the correct mailing address, et cetera. And then we will send out the winning six packages. Um, second thing. What are they getting, by the way? They are getting uh, Dr. Brown's Signature Protection Package, which is a month's supply of Atron Teal, as well as your choice of cinnamon or natural flavored CBD, KBMD CBD, which of course carries its own certificate of authenticity. And uh, it means that uh, you're getting a real CBD product. Wow. So the Dr. Brown, you call it the Signature, signature Protection sig Package? Correct. Okay. That's, it's also available. That's way better than what I would have put together, which would have been a beware of dog <laughs> sign and a can of mace. <laughs> that's my protection yeah. package. <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with being a doctor, though. So you can also order your own signature protection package by going to kbmdhealth.com. That, again, is kbmdhealth.com. Drop us a line. Let us know that you have shared and subscribed the Gut Check Project. And one last thing, KBMD Box. KBMDbox.com. If you like, we've gotten great feedback on the first now six weeks into launching KBMD Health Box. 
Most people didn't really realize the value that was going to be in there. It's well over $100 in savings. It does include Autron Teal. And when you break it down, it is the least expensive place to find Autron Teal. Well, my deal is it isn't so much on the short-term savings, is that if you commit to this and really, really do this for, I mean, a solid six months to a year, we're going to transform your life. We're going to heal your gut. We're going to get you to sleep better. We're going to protect your brain. And you're going to do it through vetted supplements that are backed by science. Absolutely. And that's kbmdbox.com. You can sign up on your own. And just to play on that, we have a story later in today's show that I know that I touched on with you a little bit about what it takes to have a roadmap to success and why a road, you may be loaded with all of the information that you need to succeed, to be healthy, to be fit, et cetera. But it always makes you more productive to have a roadmap, even if you create it yourself or you use somebody else's crib notes on terms of what it is that you're going to do, it's best to have a plan and a plan matters. Essentially KBMD box, KBMD health box is a plan. It's a plan for supplementation that will make a difference for you healthy. No wasting money, no guesswork. This is your baseline to start with. So, you know, that's funny because yesterday, um, I, Became friends with somebody who's pretty cool. He is the owner of Soda Weight Loss. What does Soda stand for? Oh, uh, State of the Art. State of the Art. That's right. Uh, yeah, so I just uh, just happened to be sitting next to Mark Doyle, who's the CEO of State of the Art. Shout out to him. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. and so we just got to talking, and uh, we were talking about Atron Teal, and I was just thinking, my gosh, with the way that you're helping your people and you're giving them a roadmap to lose weight, and we're not sponsored by them or anything. He was just a super nice guy. Yeah. And then I looked at his website, and I'm, I'm impressed. Anybody who's out there trying to help the general public with their health in one way is certainly weight loss and helping them achieve that. Yeah. You add that in a subscription box and you got yourself a badass little package. Yeah. So if you're doing any type of weight loss or anything like that, check out Outron Teal, check out our subscription box at KBMD box and make it all a little bit easier. Make it happen a little quicker. We know that polyphenols and I was explaining to Mark this yesterday, um, that polyphenols are a fasting mimetic molecule, right? In other words, if you're in ketosis or if you're fasting, doing intermittent fasting, it actually augments that. And you can listen to Melanie Avalon's podcast that I did with her, and we go way into that. That's so cool that you ran into him. So and it's been a while since I've looked at what uh, soda has, but it's it's a, it's essentially a proven um, roadmap to a functional ketogenic diet, right? I, yeah, that's kind of how he explained it. It's the first time I'd ever heard about it. I didn't know what it was. I would just wow. sit next to him. I was like, man, I think I've seen those before. Just a really nice guy. We're just sitting there talking and we started talking. That's so cool. Geeking out a little bit. Yeah, man. And then he, he goes, stand up. He's like, how much do you weigh? This and that. And he goes, looks like you work out. And then he grabbed my belly and he's like, got about 10 pounds right there. We can work on that. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, all right. Thanks a lot, Mark. Well, uh, enough of the pitches. So let's get started. How was uh, how's uh, the last uh, two weeks been, and what's been going on in Dr. Brown household? Wow! So Dr. Brown household, as uh, we rounded out the summer, school started today, I believe. Yeah, for Carla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so school starting today. Um, that summer was a thick, thick summer of tennis. Uh, Lloyda basically was traveling everywhere around the country taking one or the other child, Lucas or Carla, around. And at uh, last week, for the, um, wow, it was a little over seven days, I took Carla to Alpharetta, Georgia, for the uh, 12s uh, Hard Court National Championships. Uh-huh. And little little life lesson there. She was doing remarkably good, and um, she lost the first round to a, a seated person, but then Figured it out and then just started doing great. Won a couple really tough matches, was doing playing fantastic. 
And we went back to the hotel. I was so caught up in the tennis. And then I got a reminder from American Airlines. Check into your flight tomorrow. Oh, no. Oh, this happened that quick. We've been there since like Friday. Yeah. And it was Wednesday. And I went, I didn't anticipate being there that long. So then I had to sit and have that heart to heart with my daughter. I'm like, you're kicking ass, but somebody's got to go work to pay for this. Yeah. So I had to sit there and go, I'm so sorry. And then, um, you know, we were trying to figure out if she could play one more match. And and uh, it, it was just really difficult. And then beautiful. The the cool thing about traveling, we're all packed up. And then American Airlines just sent a, hey, your flight's been canceled. Oh, no. Just canceled. Now, the reason why it's a big deal is because, <laughs> as you know, you and I showed up on that Friday and we had like 20 some patients that that needed. Uh, it was a thick day. Yeah. We needed colonoscopies and endoscopies and helping people because I was out of town. And so, uh, you know, you go through this panic where you're like, you just canceled my flight. <laughs> and then you try to rebook, but everybody on that flight's trying to rebook. So it's like, that one's not available. That one's not available. Oh, I'm going to arrive at 1 a.m. and start scoping. So uh, that would not be good either. So I went to my, you know, trusted go to, which is uh, Southwest. Right. So in the series of events, I'll just digress here for a second. The series of events where um, Carla and I went, we went and had breakfast, came back, we packed everything up, and I'm doing the whole, where's my phone thing? Couldn't find my phone. Oh. Get on my computer and, you know, it, the computer says the phone was last used there and I'm like walking around trying to find it. And uh, I have a Google Pixel, so maybe the iPhone's better at find my phone, but it was, and I found it in the parking lot. So I was kind of panicking. You had and run like, over? No. Can wow. you that? I know. So find the phone, come up. 10 minutes later, American Airlines cancels my flight. So I'm already kind of worked up about sure. the phone. Then sure. that happens. Sure. So I go through this like, what do we do, Carla? Man, I really have to get back. I can't risk that flight so it's like a two-leg flight to get me back that's why i was arriving at 1 a.m it's the only thing that was available i'm like man if they just canceled this flight that easy any one of these other flights could be canceled and yep. then i'm not gonna be able to make it back to do my job so get on southwest i uh book a one-way ticket for both of us to get back okay sounds good we get through go into the atlanta airport pull up to the counter and the guy um was really cool but he was just like hmm you're checking in a bit early. And I was like, no, it's only like an hour and a half. He's like, no, this flight is for tomorrow. <laughs> in my haste, I booked the flight for the next day. Carla looks at me and the guy was so cool. And he just looks right at Carla and he goes, he's, um, he, he goes, was your father flipping out today? And she goes, he's been really stressed. And he goes, well then let's just make it easy and let's just put you on the appropriate flight. And so that's when I kind of went and he goes, but I have one question for you, sir. I'm like, yes. He's like, why did you ever book with American in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. So that was our that was our travel. So that was me and Carla. Now Lucas, Lucas was a beast. He went to Kalamazoo, which is uh, it's called Nats at the Zoo. It's mm. a very prestigious tournament. Right. It's the Hardcore Championships. Um, he did pretty good in singles. Um, he lost a, a tough indoor match, uh, but doubles. Him and his partner Aiden Kim they made it to the finals and they did a live stream of it. They had commentators and everything. The reason why it was such a big deal is because the winner of that gets an automatic invite to the Junior U.S. Open in New York. He wanted it at Flushing Meadow. He wanted it so bad. Unfortunately, they did not win it, but I am proud that he at least He's made it to the, the finals. finals. They were the youngest kids. They're both 14 playing in, uh, you know, you can play up till the day you turn 17. So most of these kids are a little older. And, you know, he did great. So super happy about that. And, you know, that's what's going on with the family. As far as me, 
I think I've told you, um, I listened to a podcast called Mind Pump. Right. Kind of a fun one. It's yeah. like, it's three ex-bodybuilders slash trainers, and they're they're pretty realistic and kind of neat. And I downloaded their- um, Workout? Yeah, I downloaded one of their workouts. They have these different workouts called Maps This, Maps That, and I don't know what Maps stand for, but it's mine, whatever. Um, I did the Maps Strong, which is they have this strong man. You're doing strongman techniques to really work some different muscles. Right. And you know how it is. You just get in these routines where you talk about a roadmap on- how to do dieting. Sure. Well, I mean, sometimes just having a roadmap, you just show up and you, that's why people love CrossFit because they already have a workout right there for them. And I'm doing these workouts, but then they have these videos of, I forget what the guy's name, but he's an actual strongman mm-hmm. doing front squats with 315. And you know, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm almost there. But, um, yeah. So anyways, um, I'm going to give those guys a little shout out and tell them one little piece of advice that really makes their workout stand out way more. What's that? Way more. Um, I think you should start the workout and either go out and buy shirts a size smaller or do what I did with this thing and wash it in hot water because I feel like I'm getting bigger, but the reality is I'm just wearing tighter clothes. <laughs> so that should be part of their protocol. But anyways, that's what's going on with me. Now, you had a really cool week. What 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 did you do? We The boys and Marie and I have always, almost always, vacationed where we do an outdoor adventure of some kind. Almost never leave town to go stay in a, in a nice hotel or as Mac put it, could we just have a vacation where we don't have to get up and start hiking? <laughs> and so, um, uh, Marie and I decided to take the boys and, and each of them took a friend and we went down to Costa Rica, Sweet. stayed in a, uh, in a uh, nice hotel in Tamarindo and it was right on the beach. And, uh, honestly, we just got in lots of days of surfing, Drinking great coffee, eating incredible local food. Uh, we did a catamaran tour, of which uh, Robert Drysdale, the, uh, the MMA fighter, yeah. yeah, former MMA, now jujitsu master. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. He was on uh, he was on the catamaran with us, and uh, he seemed I really didn't talk to him. He just seemed like a super cool dude, and uh, I mean, he's beautiful. We we all went snorkeling, saw some cool stuff. Did a uh, oh a, yeah, he's not a little guy. He's a big man. He's a big man. It's 6'4". Jeez. Yeah, he's he's not small at all. And uh, But we did that. Did a uh, ATV tour through the dry jungle. Saw a lot of monkeys. Saw three humpback whales. I mean, it was really, really sweet. You guys did an ATV tour through the jungle? That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and it's, it was uh, guided, so they took us up. I mean, it was really, really cool. And, uh, I mean, very relaxing. A lot. Of, your phone doesn't work in a lot of these spaces. So, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a nice escape. And... Uh, Ironically, we flew southwest down to Costa Rica, seamless, no problems, no canceled flights. So I'm a big fan of uh, the old Southwest. Southwest, you ever want to sponsor a gut project? <laughs> <laughs> we use the word love in our in our uh, lovemytummy.com. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, it, it was great. And then now we've returned. Our boys uh, started back school yesterday. Had a great day at school yesterday. They both were excited. They. But for the most part, they actually keep up with their friends out there at the summer because they both shoot hoop with, with most of their friends sure. and they see them. But, uh, no, uh, great week and a half for a vacation. Uh, sometimes you just realize you just don't get enough time with your family. and It, uh, it was awesome. Let me ask you some surfing questions. Okay. Were you able to try different boards? Were you able to, you know, try and do – once you figured out you could get up, what did you find to be the easier board? Uh, well, it's funny. I, I think – about a seven-foot foam board for an adult male seems to be the beginner-style board. But you don't necessarily have to stay there. Once you get confident on where you place your feet, you can 
you can really kind of play around a lot. And so there happened to be someone renting boards right by our hotel, and he had everything. We had one that was about an eight-foot board for a kid who came along with this Max buddy who's already 6'3", I think. And it basically looked like a uh, like a closet door. It was just gigantic. <laughs> and it was a little difficult to get up on, but once you're up, you can't. it's almost like you can't fall down. And uh, so that that was a cool board, but you the bigger the board, the harder to cut, right? Oh, so okay. they had uh, they had some other smaller boards that were around six and a half, maybe six foot long, and um, and they varied in material. But then uh, the guy, his name was Delbert. Now Delbert, if you're watching the show, you're probably not, you know, Piada Vida. But uh, we we used one of his cutting boards, and it's a trick board, so it was about four and a half feet long. And uh, wow, that was a half hour. Yeah, I keep seeing yeah, up the clock. One minute here. So anyway, if you want to surf, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Costa Rica was beautiful. If you ever want to learn how to surf, you want to do it in a great environment. The waves come in nice and slow. The Pacific waters down on Central America are not cold. It's beautiful. That's awesome. That's way better than what I was thinking. I while you were down there, I turned into the uh, on Apple TV the Red Bull Channel where they did the big wave challenge, like down in Peru where people. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like, us. No, I'm not going to do that. That was not us. <laughs> well, that is the first half hour of episode number 20 of the Gut Check Project. We've got actually some really cool stuff. We're going to have some fun today. Yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a great show. we still got uh, Dr. Brown's Corner to talk about our clinic review. And then we've got some really cool stuff for you to possibly defeat sleep apnea and find new ways of consuming CBD. What do you say? Great. All right, see you all in a bit. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who is honest and upfront no hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work christian faith publishing will publish market and sell your books in all major bookstores online booksellers as well as specialty christian bookstores call for your free author submission kit 800-978-4812-800-978-4812-800-978-4812 that's 800-978-4812 Fast Track student loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075.
All right, we are now back in the second half hour of episode number 20 of Gut Check Project. Just about to touch on Dr. Ken Brown's Clinic Corner and uh, just a quick uh, callback. If you ever want to get yourself your hands on some nice polyphenols, which are NSF certified, the only ones indicated for bloating and abdominal discomfort, go to lovemytummy.com slash spoonie. That's lovemytummy.com slash spoonie. Get your daily polyphenols. We're going to talk a little bit about why it matters to reduce that kind of inflammatory stuff. Absolutely. By the way, so one of the other things that we really love talking about is CBD, cannabidiol, yeah. KBMD, CBD. Today we're going to be having cooking with KBMD, CBD, our own little segment of the new, of the not the new show. We're going to add a new segment to the show, cooking with CBD, and we're going to do that. But one of the things we love to do, the signature protection package, the reason why we put the two together is because the polyphenols in Atron Teal actually help you essentially produce more of your own endogenous endocannabinoids by blocking enzymes that break it down. So when you do CBD plus Atrantil, they actually work synergistically. It's like one plus one equals four. That's how people have to think about it. That's why I always put it together. And that's why all my patients take both. Hey, small side note too, just a reminder. Uh, I was just talking with uh, Anthony at uh, Atrantil headquarters and we are confirmed. So we have lots of dietitians that watch the show. We get lots mm-hmm. of feedback from dietitians and nutritionists. Um, Fincy, the uh, nutrition conference at the end of October, Atron Teal, for the first time ever, will be making an appearance, and that's in Philadelphia at the end of October this year. Sweet. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool deal. It's great to, to Philly's be actually kind of a cool city. I like I, it. I've actually hardly, really, never ever been there. I had to give a lecture there for the American College of Gastroenterology, and it was cool. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Philadelphia brotherly love. Yeah. Or if you go to the Eagles games, it's brotherly shove. Yeah, Something exactly. Like <laughs> little little piece of advice, you know, they all have everybody has their favorite cheese Philly cheese take place. I can't remember what the two major ones are, but there's like two sure. major ones. Don't do what I did and go. Do you do you have any gluten free? <laughs> like, that doesn't work well in Philly. <laughs> is, that not, is that not on the menu? <laughs> no, I think they do, but it just kind of stops. Like yeah. <laughs> everybody in lines, like get out. Seriously, you have to make them go back and get the gluten free bread. Freaking Philly cheesesteak, dude. Preference or allergies, say. <laughs> Whenever I do that, I always think of the um, Jack in the Box commercial where you know Jack walks up to the to the new guy, yeah, and he's like, "John, I need you to go to Philly and learn about everything about Philly cheesesteak." And it says, six months later, it comes back with a mullet. Yo, Jacko, <laughs> <laughs> I soaked up Philly like a sponge. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's going to be quite that kind of conference. <laughs> Are you going to come back with a mullet? Yeah, I hope, no. Man, I hope not. <laughs> so uh, let's get down to the clinic corner because we got some really cool stuff here and uh, some cool tie-ins to lead into what we've got for the rest of the show. Yeah, so one of the things, um, before we get into our, you know, we always try and do some sort of deep dive into an article, but before that, a couple, two, th- or two things just popped up in the news uh, yesterday, actually. Really cool. Um Salesforce founder, the company Salesforce. Oh, wow. Huge. Yeah. Uh, and CEO Mark Benioff. Benioff. B-E-N-I-O-F-F. Do you know how to say his name? Benoff? Mark. Benoff? Yeah. Mark. Mark and his wife, Lynn. They're going to donate $35 million specific to understanding the field of the human microbiome. That's a lot of money. So cool. Specifically, they want the money to be used to look at asthma, inflammatory bowel disease, and quote-unquote other ailments. So systemic disease from the bowel. Systemic disease from the bowel manipulating the microbiome. Wow. And what they're going to do is they're going to give the gift. It's going to be split between University of California, San Francisco, and Stanford University. Okay. Keep that in mind. And, you know, a quote from them is, with a deeper understanding of the human microbiome, 
our generation can unlock new treatments that impact lives around the world. So we always talk microbiome. We always talk about feeding the microbiome and how important it is to eat for, you know, I always joke around. If you see a pregnant woman, you know, she's eating for two. We need to be eating for a hundred trillion. Right. And this is what they're getting into. Um, They believe, or basically he believes why he's donating 35 million, that we're at a watershed moment in human biology. And our health rests not only on the proper functioning of our own genes, but also on the genes and the products of our microbiome. Yeah. So what you feed your microbiome and the products, meaning postbiotics, we've used that term before. There's prebiotics, which are undigestible fibers. There's probiotics, which we know are just live, or they're supposed to be live bacteria. Right, who knows? Um, if, you, if you listen to our episode with uh, uh, Kiran Krishnan, um, we get into that and we discuss the pros and cons of probiotics, how they're manufactured, how, how they're easily, delivered, how they're delivered yeah. easily, how probably what 99% of them are, are being destroyed or they're right. not even alive and everything. So go ahead and look at that, um, whatever episode that was, a few episodes back, but it's we really get into that and it's really cool. So... I love how they said that not only our human genes, but also the genes and products of our microbiome. Same day, Stanford discusses a study. So this got published. I love the fact that they donated the money, and I don't know if they knew that Stanford was going to be publishing this or not, but they discovered thousands of novel proteins produced by the human microbiome. This was just published in the journal Cell. We always talk about postbiotics like molecules like urolithin, Right. Which, you know, uh, somebody like Rhonda Patrick always talks about urolithin creating autophagy, meaning that your aging and dying cells or mitophagy, um, your aging and dying mitochondria, mitochondria yeah. actually go away. Well, these guys figured something out that's really cool. They used very specific techniques and they determined that there are thousands of previously undiscovered small proteins being produced by bacteria in the human microbe microbiome. Uh, These are all newly described proteins. They serve an unknown function, but what's really wild is it's a brand new frontier and it fits in exactly what Kieran was talking about. Do you remember when he said, when you take a spore-based biotic, Mm -hmm. that it sends signals to kill other bacteria that are virulent? And when we asked him, we're like, what are those signals? He's like, well, we're learning that. I think it's these small proteins. Guess what they are? They're sequences of amino acids anywhere between smaller than 50 amino acids. Wow. That's a peptide. Yeah, it is a peptide. Remember how we talked about BPC-157? yeah. And we're, we're going to have Taylor Compounding CEO on. I've been talking to him a little bit, and he's really excited. We've been exchanging emails. But peptide therapy, this is exactly what that is. What, what Stanford is saying is that our own bacteria are producing peptides that work on a local and possibly systemic level. Here's what's fascinating. Once they figured out how to find it, they discovered immediately, they were hoping to discover a few hundred, Mm. they found over 4,500 different protein peptide sequences being produced by different bacteria, leading to different cellular responses. So when we talk about how complex the microbiome is and how important it is to feed what it needs, this is a whole new frontier. So I was getting so excited and geeked out while I was while I was reading this, and they were talking about how small proteins can be synthesized rapidly and can be used by bacteria as biological switches 
to toggle between functional states or to trigger a specific reaction in other cells. In other words, it can happen that quick. And I was like, this is amazing. And then it went, wah, 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 because the last sentence was, which could be very exciting for new future drug developments. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, that's the end game of everything. Right. But it's fascinating because if you can get to the point where you eat a proper diet and have a systematic approach, you could be using your bacteria to produce these things to make you healthier. Well, why wait? Why wait to get sick to take some drug that hopefully they develop in the future? Why not feed your microbiome what it wants right now? You know what? It reminds me of a story, and tell me if this is not the right time to bring it up yet if I'm interrupting the, the clinic Mm-mm. corner. But um, have you ever heard of Ryan Kerrigan? Plays football, yeah, he's Redskins. Redskins, yeah. yeah. So I just read a story on him. I think it was early yesterday morning and uh, written by a writer from ESPN. Hang on two seconds. I'm going to pull that up and because I think I still have it in this window. Yes, there it is. Okay, so Ryan Kerrigan, uh, what, they were, what they were remarking on was the fact that he has – I think the fourth most consecutive starts in the NFL. But the crazy thing is, is he plays for a team which last year led the NFL in number of players on injured reserve. So they were curious, like, why is this guy not being hurt when everyone around him is, right? Yeah. And so Jay Gruden, who's the coach there, I remember reading the story. He's like, well, don't jinx it. And when they went in, <laughs> you know, they're like freaking out. It's like, stop asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so they, they go and they interview with, with Ryan and what he did when he was younger is he read a story about Drew Brees where Drew Brees had gone out and gotten uh, uh, food allergy testing and he thought you know what I'm going to find some foods that maybe I should be eating well he did I think one of them was milk and a few other small things so he just decided to begin to avoid it and then as he aged uh, back in 2016 or 2017 if I remember correctly he began to really dive deep into a regimented, mapped out meal plan. Uh And so, for instance, um, his diet, uh, there it is. Now, every day starts with two chicken breasts, one cup of oats. This is his breakfast? Yeah. In season and and during training camp. Um, Every day starts with two chicken breasts, one cup of oats, a tablespoon of flax seeds, chia seeds, plus raspberries, blueberries, and half of an avocado. Then for dinner and lunch, it's heavy on uh, on fish, protein, and vegetables, red meat at least once a week, and that's it. Well, let's go ahead and break down that breakfast real quick. Sure. Because that is a great way to start your day. Yes. So we've got the chicken breast, which obviously protein. is going to have the protein, which you need that as a building block. The amino acids get broken down. A little bit of fat. Yeah, a little bit of fat. Let's bring up the good fat right there, right. the avocado. We know that ever since we went to this low-fat diet, we've just become sicker. Fat is not bad. Nope. And an avocado adds good fat. What that does bring in there is good fat so that you can produce your testosterone through the cholesterol and you can produce other things like endocannabinoids. Right. So you need the fat to do that. The other stuff, the chia seeds and the raspberries, the blueberries. Well, so the, the raspberry seeds, and blueberry, that's all polyphenols. Polyphenols. The chia seeds are all going to be prebiotic things to feed the to feed your bacteria. Now you got the polyphenols and the chia seeds as a vehicle to go down there. The only thing he's missing is a spore-based biotic, and he can kick it up a notch by adding a little atron teal. It's amazing. So they, they, they now are looking at his diet and how he's avoided injury. He's a defensive lineman. He makes contact every single play. It's not like he's playing safety and only having to dive over once out of every three plays or cover. No, he's 
He's head to head. He's he's in combat for every play that he's on the field, and he's started 128 consecutive games, never been on IR, injured wow. reserve. Wow. Yeah, so, that is a tough position. You know, we bring up occasionally Junior Bryant, who's a good friend, and um, he's a, you know he played defensive line for the San Francisco 49ers for years. And when I talked to him about what his what the diet regimen, they didn't focus on that back then. No, in fact, they had, yeah, dude, they just had. He said, "Oh, dude, they would just have Wonder Bread out, and they just didn't know." And it, right now, we realize that the nutrition is probably one of the most important things. We know, another really key aspect of what he does beyond the recovery. He's a big foam roller. He's big into. Uh, doing ice baths after you know hard workouts and things like that, all things to stem down inflammation, right? Everything is to block inflammation. But yes. something that he does as a preventative is he never wants to be malhydrated. He always wants to have enough hydration. So now granted, this volume seemed large to me, but probably for a guy of his size, which I think he's like 290 pounds, it probably isn't as much since he's active, but he drinks 300 ounces of water per day, which is 15, 20 ounce bottles. That's a lot. Yeah, and so a gallon is 128? Yeah, there's a lot of water. I mean, I I don't think I need quite that much water, but it is critically important that you do remain hydrated. And you'll function better. Your body will function better. The communication, even the uh, postbiotic communication that happens within your body becomes more efficient with enough hydration. Yeah, and I think that we are chronically dehydrated. If you look at people, when we talk about how sitting is bad for your health, look at all these people. Who are we... um, we had a patient yesterday describing what it's like to live in San Francisco and how people cannot afford to live in the city. Oh my gosh. But they yeah. will commute two hours two each hours. way. Four hours. Five hour five day work week is twenty hours in the car. Twenty hours in the car. Now think how much that time look at how bad that is for you. Number one, just the stress of driving. Oh. Number two, you're sitting, and we already know that sitting for prolonged periods is very bad for you. And you just brought up hydration. How many people purposely don't hydrate so they don't have to pull over and use the restroom? Yeah, like I don't want to have to pee. Yeah. Other than that woman who was the astronaut who wore the diaper. She she was a trooper. Yeah. I mean, she just strapped in. I'm going to drive in my psychotic. Probably she going after f- a guy? Yeah, it's like one of my favorite <laughs> stories ever. <laughs> just, to, just refresh her. Woman chasing man leaves Houston, drives to Florida wearing diapers so she doesn't have to pull over. Yeah, that would um <laughs> that would be such an awkward like ding dong. You're like, oh, hey, oh, Cheryl, what's up? Yeah. Why are you wearing a diaper? Drove all the way over here. Didn't stop. Yeah, I'm sure he was like, oh, I understand. That's yeah, a great choice. That makes total sense. <laughs> you love me. I think this is going to work. This is going to work. You don't look like your Tinder profile. This is odd. You weren't wearing that diaper on that Tinder profile. I don't think that that's something that you should wear on a first date. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I, I, I love the fact that we're talking about feeding the microbiome because really when you break down what... They're not even referencing that in here, but what that's, that's exactly what he's doing. He's feeding his microbiome, and it's making, well, we think it's making him healthy. The only thing that I would have loved to see, so, um, you know, I, we're all about life hacks. Right. Um, An article that I did not uh, print, but it, I will talk about at some point, um, they showed that vibration plates increase the microbial diversity. For the first time ever, researchers have shown that standing on a total body vibration plate because you know i'm kind of into that also into the infrared sauna and the vibration plates and things like that and and now what we're going to do next uh my wife will just absolutely not be able to tolerate because she'll come out into the garage and i'll be there in the sauna or i'll be on the vibration plate and you know and she just it drives her nuts what she's going to see next from now on is just going to be weird and you're going to be doing it first cool yeah so (laughs) but anyways so like that's another thing like i would love to 
grab him, have somebody like that and go, okay, you're doing a lot. That's awesome. But he's probably doing, that probably fills up his day. But I'm like, imagine adding a little infrared sauna, a little vibration plate, adding, you know, the, a little extra polyphenols. Right. And you can really, you know, just continue to kick it up a notch. Or you can turn into Ben Greenfield where that's pretty much all you do is trying to biohack your life at all times. Oh, tell that story real quick about uh, Ben Greenfield because I, number one, I'm a big fan of him and the fact that he experiments on himself. If you don't know Ben Greenfield, it's a great podcast. The guy digs deep. But the cool thing about Ben is he's honest. Well, so I did not hear Ben say this, but um, one of my son's tennis coaches, Anderson, is a huge Ben Greenfield fan. Right. And um, he listens to all his podcasts, and um, he is also really big. Lucas's tennis coach has gotten really big into Spartan racing. Yeah. And so he likes to travel. And so he purposely went to Colorado because Ben Greenfield was going to do a Spartan race, and he was mm-hmm. going to go there, and a lot of people were going to do the Spartan race with him. And apparently he was on a professional bow hunting Thing. And I'm going to get the details wrong. This is coming from somebody else, but it, it makes sense. Knowing Ben and knowing his personality, this makes total sense. Um, he apparently was on a professional bow hunting thing in Colorado and made his own water purification system that um, he thought would be perfect, but he ended up getting Giardia. And so he had to pull out of the race. But apparently he told all his fans, he's like, eh, got Giardia, couldn't do it, sorry, thought my filter would work. Turns out... <laughs> I love that, though. I love that also. Yeah. yeah. I, we just need to find out if that's true. We're going to be hooking up with his CEO in Utah here in a few weeks. I'm going to ask oh, him. Oh, Angelo. Yeah. Angelo, I'm going I'm to ask Angelo. I'm going to yeah. be like, did that really happen? So, um, that, you know, that's and that's the thing that Angelo said. He goes, Ben, Ben's always Ben. That is not <laughs> That is not a persona. <laughs> it's kind of like you and I when patients go, oh, you're you're kind of like this all the time. Like, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, there's no off switch. Sorry about that. I wish I could. Oh, man, that is awesome. Well, no, I, I, I like how all this stuff ties together because what we're doing, I think, is creating a roadmap. I mean, and we talked about a roadmap from Health KBMD Health Box, and we've talked about Autron Teal multiple times, but we're just reinforcing the fact that you can protect your health by making sensible choices. My kids don't like it. They think that I'm a Nazi when it comes to sugar and what they shouldn't be having. And sometimes you have to relent a little bit. I didn't eat this way growing up, but eventually you'll, you're going to hit a crossroads and you'll end up benefiting from simply just eating better. You know, it's, um, if you come to my hospital, go to the doctor's lounge, Oh, cringe worthy hurts, cringe worthy jars of M&Ms, like, like, like those big, like candy jars where you pull the lid off, you just reach your hand in. And I, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't go to the hospital a whole lot anymore, um, but it is, it is pretty funny to watch that where you're like, my gosh, I mean, this is just having that so you can get all the sodas you want and it's all free for the doctors and you watch them and there's cookies and cracker or there's just um, gummy bears and everything. And of course, beyond the sugar, it just seems like that is just a MRSA, VRE, vancomycin resistant enterococcus. Just, you know, it's like, oh my goodness. But that's all there. And I remember reading a study where um, at, I want to say it's UC San Francisco, uh-huh. uh, Rhonda Patrick had a, had a PhD on talking about telomeres, which are your chromosomes, which determine right. your, your life length. Mm-hmm. They banned soda. soda. Yeah. They banned soda. And as it turned out, the employees lost weight, improved their hemoglobin A1C, like across the board without even trying. Just getting rid of soda. Just soda. It doesn't even include any of the other sugary snacks. Yeah, I remember that story. And it was fascinating, but not even surprising. I mean, it's just an inflammatory issue. Right? It's, you know, we, we did the one study that we talked about where they gave mice the equivalent of one soda a day of high fructose corn syrup. Mm. 
And they're, they were genetically predisposed mice to have polyps, but they had like an 80% increase in polyps and colon cancer. And the only variable was the high fructose corn syrup from the equivalent of one can a day. Yeah, it's un, it's unfortunate, but uh, you know, I, I was in that rut several years ago where I just kind of fell into drinking Cokes. And then when I finally walked away from it, I, I just don't miss it. But it's hard to get away from because you have a dopaminergic response oh, to it. it yeah, you have all that. Um, you I'm, lean on it. I'm trying to... Especially since uh, Mark Doyle from Soda said that I'm, I'm packed. I got I get a little extra weight in my belly, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he did the whole pinch an inch. You know, that's a that's a great marketing technique. Hey, yeah. come see me, yeah. fatty. <laughs> we'll but, get uh, rid of that. Yeah. Um, but so I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get away from. So one of the things that after listening to that Adam Conover deal, right. not uncommon. I come home from work. It's almost habit have a little dry farm wine or do anything like that, even make a cocktail. Um, just to kind of, you know, that was just, you just get into this kind of rhythm of doing that. And I'm like, okay, we're going to break that. So it's, I'm now in like a, a month of, uh, or three weeks of not even having like a glass of wine with dinner, which is, you know, something that I kind of did for a lot. I mean, you know, it's kind of a European thing. Sure. You know, my mom's from Argentina, whatever. My dad's German. And so I'm crushing the carbonated sodas, specifically bubbly. I don't oh, know if you've okay. ever tried the no, bubbly. No, I haven't. Uh, Stu Ackerman and I, my partner, got in a, got in a very in-depth intellectual conversation about bubbly flavors, which <laughs> one's better. He likes this one called Waterloo. He sent me a picture of it last night. It's just funny uh, because we were talking where it's just the act of cracking it open, sitting there, it's refreshing. And when I was in Alpharetta, Georgia with Carla, you know, it's really hot. I'm outside all day. She was just laughing at me because I was just just going through cans and cans because you just realize it's almost a rhythmic thing to hold something. You and I have done that when we've gone on business retreats yep. where <laughs> we were, uh, we were at one of the uh, mind shares and I was doing club soda and you're like, do you know, you just had like 12 club sodas. I'm like, no, and he's like, I just think you just super hydrated. Like you, you say a word, you take a sip. Who are you, Ryan Kerrigan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, thank goodness I was wearing my diaper so we didn't have to take, I didn't have to break the conversation with anybody. <laughs> just, they were just kind of look at me and be like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, go on. I'm good. I don't have to go anywhere. I prepared myself. Hey, did you have, uh, I know you had a, a quick uh, note too about uh, some sleep apnea stuff. Did we want to tackle that before the, the break? You know what we'll do? I'll tell you the story of the article. Okay. And then we're going to do some life hacks at right the on. top of the hour. Cool. And then we're going to get into the KBMD Cooking with CBD Spoonie Show. That's, You're going to be a chef today and I'm going to walk you through a recipe. I can't wait. I think it's going to be fun. So I came across a super cool thing that the... Um, Basically, I got a news alert that said a five-minute workout can lower the risk of a heart attack okay. and increase your sports performance and improve clear thinking. Five-minute workout. Five-minute workout. Okay. No lifting weights, no cardio. All right. And as it turns out, it's a very old technique that has just kind of resurfaced because somebody decided to do another trial. This is the cool stuff that we're talking about where there are so many things that we can do that maybe have gotten forgotten. Okay. Listen to our photobiomodulation podcast to understand that there's data on stuff and you don't know anything about it. Much like the psilocybin research, much like a lot of stuff. This is one of these things that's so interesting. This was an article that looked at inspiratory muscle strength training. Okay. It was developed in the 1980s to improve respiratory muscles in people with lung diseases like bronchitis, asthma, and emphysema. Basically, inspiratory muscle strength training 
is strength training for the muscles that you breathe with. Okay. So you're talking your intercostals, your traps, I mean, all the accessories as well, correct? So as it turns out, it's all the accessories, including your throat muscles. Okay. So in 2016, they found that when you took people and you did inspiratory muscle strength training, that 30 inhalations a day had significant improvement in obstructive sleep apnea, which got me to read the rest of the article, which wasn't about sleep apnea, but then I started thinking about different ways to hack sleep apnea. Okay. So in this particular article, what they did is they looked at middle-aged and older adults aged 50 to 79 with above normal blood pressure, systolic blood pressure. So they were recruiting hypertensive people. Okay. They were randomly assigned to perform six weeks of 30 breaths a day, six days a week. 30 breaths. That's it. And they either did a sham trial or you got this particular device, which is an inspiratory muscle strength training device, Okay. which coincidentally I ordered from Amazon today. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So um, what they looked at is motor and cognitive function was measured at baseline and post-intervention with this different cognitive toolbox that they use. They looked at a battery of tests and some other standardized measures, um, including uh, significant, very aggressive blood pressure monitoring. What they showed is that neither treatment altered body weight. So it wasn't exercise in the way that you would think, well, I'm gonna do this to lose weight. Sure. Um, They did not change the body composition. But what they did show is there was a significant reduction in systolic blood pressure with an average of greater than 10 points. So if you're walking around at, let's say, 150, you drop to 140, you went from hypertensive to prehypertensive right. just by breathing. Wow, just okay. by breathing through this. Okay. Now, what is really interesting is that they also showed that cognition improved significantly. They did memory tests on the people. Their cognition improved. Now, what they did not discuss was the effect that is this related to the sleep apnea effect and getting better sleep? So the article didn't even get into that. It just discussed we lowered blood pressure and they're smarter. Uh And by the way, in the background in 2016, they did prove that this works for for obstructive sleep apnea. Okay. So is it the obstructive sleep apnea creating the lower blood pressure and the improvement in cognition? Or is it just the breathing? Who cares? Right. Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. We're talking about a non-pharmaceutical way to lower your blood pressure sleep better, and improve your memory? Right. I mean, like, if I gave you a bottle of that, you'd go, yeah. It's like five birds, one stone. It's like five birds, one stone. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. And it costs nothing. Yeah. Dude, Chuck Norris can't even kill five stones with one bird. But, but yeah, I think that it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, the data suggests that this inspiratory muscle strength improving... Uh, speed and episodic memory lowers blood pressure, and it may be related to possibly sleep. I don't know. So that's my question. So uh, with a minute left, I'm going to plant a seed on you. Okay. I did a show called Superhuman Radio with Carl Lenore. Lenore, yeah. And we got, he's funny because he'll just go off on tangents. And we got into a tangent where he said he cured his sleep apnea by doing throat exercises Okay. Using an instrument. We're going to get into that at the top of the hour. Like a like a, a metal instrument or a musical instrument? Or? You know what? Uh, we're going to get into it. It might be a kazoo. I don't know. But basically, <laughs> we're going to look into this. And then I looked at this, and I'm going to tell you while you're practicing the instrument, oh. some science behind it so that uh, you just realize I'm not just trying to make you look silly. Oh, yeah, no. So, I'm sure I'll do great. 
at the top of the hour, you're going to work, even though you don't snore, mm-hmm. we're going to at least improve your memory Okay. by doing inspiratory techniques. The way that this particular study was done for the inspiratory thing is it's like sucking through a really hard resistance. Oh. This is different. Okay. This specifically, the instrument that we're going to do is going to strengthen the posterior uh, hypopharynx so that uh, people like me that snore, it'll tighten those muscles. So like some natural positive pressure? Exactly. Exactly. So 10 seconds left. 10 seconds. Well, basically, that's going to be the first hour of the Gut Check Project. We're going to be back in the second hour with Cooking with KBMD CBD, as well as how can we learn about this mystery instrument to stop OSA. See you in a moment. This is the only 24-hour take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoony. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Whiplash on Wall Street. The stock market, which tumbled yesterday on recession fears, bouncing back this morning with the key averages trading higher and volatility remains a watchword on Wall Street. Americans went shopping in July. The Commerce Department says retail sales rose a healthy 0.7% last month following a 0.3% gain in June. Online retailers, grocery stores, clothing retailers, and electronics and appliance stores all reported strong gains. July's figure is a sign that concerns over slower global growth that of royal financial markets haven't dampened consumer confidence. Correspondent Jeremy House, President Trump about to take his re-election campaign to New Hampshire. The president will hold a political rally in Manchester this evening, hoping to energize his supporters as Democrats battle in the early primary voting state. Tonight's rally comes with financial markets in turmoil and concerns about unrest in Hong Kong. Mr. Trump has typically used these rallies to tout his administration's accomplishments as well as comment on the news of the day. Greg Clugston, the White House. It lasted almost eight hours. A standoff in Philadelphia saw a half dozen police officers shot and wounded before the 36-year-old suspect gave up. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Richard Ross, thankful the officers' wounds were not life-threatening. With six police officers shot in one incident, um, it is nothing short of astounding that in such a confined space that we didn't have more of a tragedy. All of the officers now out of the hospital. The standoff began as police tried to serve a narcotics warrant. The suspect said by authorities to have a lengthy criminal record. And looking at Wall Street right now, the Dow is up about 103 points. The S&P 14 points higher. And the NASDAQ Composite Index up 24. More on these stories at townhall.com. Never Forgotten Apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line. It's a movement to remind us to wear American-made and serve those who serve us. Our heroes. Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters. And 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out NeverForgottenApparel.com. Use promo code MATT, M-A-T-T, and get 15% off your purchase. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. 
I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-570-6630. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Okay, we are now back for the last hour of episode 20, Gut Check Project. I'm Eric Greer here with your host, Dr. Ken Brown. Of course, go to lovemytummy.com slash spoonie. Lovemytummy.com slash spoonie for your own Autron Teal and your own polyphenols if you want to make certain that you can control your inflammation naturally, absolutely, and feed your microbiome, just like we were talking about. Lovemytummy.com. Code Spoonie for your natural polyphenols and all the benefits that come along with it. Feeding your microbiome, listen to the last half hour, the fascinating proteins that are produced by our bacteria, the beneficial genome that we have within us. The happiness is endless for yes. your microbiome. So we left this last half hour and I'm now I'm curious. I'm, I've learned that I'm going to be put on the spot. And I'm going to be put on the spot to do something. And it's going to be to cure my sleep apnea that I don't have, by the way, but I'm going to take care of it. And you said that I'm going to show how to do it while you explain what we're doing. Correct. So we talked last half hour about this inspiratory muscle um, benefit of uh, breathing through that little thing where you can actually decrease systolic blood pressure. Okay. Then I found an article inspired by Carl Lenore's Superhuman Radio about uh, from the British Medical Journal to assess the effects of playing the didgeridoo Ooh. on daytime sleepiness and other outcome related uh, to sleep by reducing collapsibility of the upper airways in patients with moderate obstructive sleep apnea. Okay, so straight out of Australia from the, uh, it's an aboriginal uh, instrument, right? Yeah, so my neighbor's Australian. I've never played the didgeridoo. And Lloyda was complaining about me snoring. And he goes, oh, mate. You split the didgeridoo. And I went, what? Why would I want to do that? He's like, nobody in Australia snores. Say the didgeridoo. It's your neighbor, Paul Hogan. <laughs> so, of course, um, him and I went around my yard. Oh, wow. Look at that. And we. That's uh, what you had back there. Yeah. We, we, we grabbed a branch and we, we fashioned a <laughs> traditional didgeridoo. You grabbed a branch. Yeah. And so what, what you do is you carve out the middle of it uh -huh. and termites do little oh, things. Oh, now, now and, you know. Yeah. Okay. So I am a. I am a and, and, and what you will notice is these are. Um, this is his family crest from my mm. my neighbor. We um yeah we oh yes Hogan I can see it yes yes right there so the so the <laughs> salamander at that point so what I'm gonna have you do is I'm gonna tell you about the rest of the story mm -hmm. 
and you're going to uh, hold this and learn it because we're going to have you play the didgeridoo. Learn, learn it. Okay. Yes, we're going to talk about that in a second. But let me tell you why it's so important. All right. So the um, this was a randomized placebo control trial, which is really funny because I don't know how you do a placebo version of the uh, didgeridoo where somebody's holding something like this and the other guy's holding a kazoo or symbols. <laughs> yeah, you're just banging symbols together. We're going to have you bang symbols and see if your obstructive <laughs> sleep apnea gets better. Um. So uh, there was a randomized placebo control trial where they looked at 25 patients eight, greater than age 18 with known apnea and hypoxia um, that also complained about snoring. Uh-huh. And so uh, this is kind of funny here. So participants in the didgeridoo group practiced an average of 5.9 days a week for 25 minutes. So you can do 25 inspirations to decrease your blood pressure. Okay. Then you bust out your didgeridoo and you practice for 25 minutes. And then they compared that with the control group. And in the didgeridoo group, daytime sleepiness significantly improved. They did sleep study in apnea hypoxia significantly improved. And most important, there was a significant improvement in partner complaints about snoring disturbances. So throw everything else out. That's the one that matters. Yeah. So... If you play 25 minutes, the didgeridoo. So I was kind of shocked that Carl Lenore was exactly right. He was able to fix his obstructive sleep apnea because he played the didgeridoo um, as a method, methodologic response to improve OSA. So just like we were talking about that football player where he does all these regimented things. Yeah. I have obstructive sleep apnea. That's why you're holding this. That's why me and my neighbor worked so hard to craft that oh, didgeridoo yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so that I would have one of those. Um, what's fascinating is in a self-reported effect of the quality of sleep, they did not notice a difference. I'll say that again. Daytime sleepiness improved. Hypoxia improved. Mm-hmm. The spouse felt that it was a significant difference, but the self-perception of better sleep didn't take place, which is why so many people with apnea don't realize they have apnea. Okay. So even though clinically you're getting better, right? subjectively, you're like, nah, I went to bed, I woke up. That is interesting, but they at least recorded that they were more lively or more awake during the day. They recorded more lively, more awake, less spousal complaints, and they showed in a hypoxia thing overnight that it improved. Wow, yeah, yeah. no, that's pretty awesome. So even when you think that you're sleeping, uh, unfortunately, many people just simply aren't. Yeah, so the combined analysis of sleep-related outcomes showed a moderate to very large effect of didgeridoo playing. The conclusion is regular didgeridoo playing is an effective treatment alternative well accepted by patients with moderate obstructive sleep apnea. So then I started getting more into it, and I realized that there's multiple studies on this. And in fact, they did a feasibility study with the VA population with those that have known sleep apnea. So they took this cohort of people that are in the VA and that, the, um, that they're using resources for their obstructive sleep apnea, and they said, hey, if you were given a didgeridoo, what would be the likelihood that you would at least try and do this for your obstructive sleep apnea? And they had like a two-third response where they said, yeah, I'd be willing to go ahead and try this. So um, they were trying to see if this would be feasible to proceed with a large study. So they emailed like 300 or they mailed 344 surveys. So it's kind of exciting that like 67% of the people expressed interest that they would consider doing something like this. So how do you play this little bad boy? I don't know. It looks like a wide berthed uh, woodwind instrument. And I would imagine it would be similar to a brass instrument. And I don't know if you can see on the camera. I'm going to try to point it right there. You can kind of see all the way down here. It's a big hole. This looks like it's the mouthpiece. I'm assuming it's more narrow than the big one. 
Correct. So um, I'm going to give you a six-step practice of mastering. Oh, mastering. Mastering. Oh, we're not. We're just. We're skipping straight at, past novice. Like in three minutes. Okay. I am going to have you um, actually. I'm trying to think of what song I could get you to play in the didgeridoo. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything by the Eagles. I'm sure a lot of funk music. I'm thinking cake. Something yeah, by cake. lots of cake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, all of those bands often feature didgeridoo. I mean, most, it, it, you know, I read this, um, you know, back in the day when VH1 would do Behind the Music, mm-hmm. they all started out as didgeridoo, and then they would build that, then they would convert it to guitar, convert it to percussion and everything. But yeah, what's well, that late, uh, that, uh, that 50s band, Don and the Didgeridoos? I know, yeah. and I was, you know, I was really kind of pissed off that Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, that's how they started with didgeridoos. They didn't show any of that in That's the movie. how Freddie Mercury got into singing. His overbite prevented him from playing this. Thing. I know, I know, all of that is true. So the biggest <laughs> thing here is that you have to do something called circular breathing. Okay. Okay. So circular breathing is um, something where in I apparently in most wood instruments I don't know this, but the didgeridoo it's essentially it's essential for didgeridoo playing. Maintaining pressure out of the mouth while inspiring through the nose, right? One hundred percent. You nailed it right there. So this is accomplished by storing air in the mouth, inflating of the cheeks, Dizzy okay. Gillespie style. Okay. And using this reservoir of air to <laughs> inhale through the nose while air is still coming out of the mouth. Okay. Circular breathing is key to didgeridoo playing because it allows for continuous drone to remain unbroken. So I believe that it's the circular breathing that forces your posterior pharynx to tighten up. Okay. Makes so sense. even you don't really have to play the didgeridoo as good as Freddie Mercury couldn't before he did Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. But what you can do is at least master the circular breathing. And then once you get to do that, you need to breathe through your nose with inflated cheeks. I did find a website that described practicing this in the shower where you try and spit water out while you breathe through your nose. That trains you on the exact motion to do it. So you fill your mouth up with water and you spit just like a little stream of water while you're breathing through your nose. Mm -hmm. That is actually circular breathing. Okay. And so I got on some YouTube things where I saw some, um, some different people doing it and they can maintain a tone for like minutes. It just sounds like one continuous breath. It's really cool. So, what you're going to do is you're going to inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth with inflated cheeks. Now, as you inhale through the nose while squeezing the air out of your mouth, the way to make that sound is to start out with a ha, like you'd like the yoga breathing where they just do like, I don't know if you've ever done yoga where they talk about that, where you do that ha, like you should hear the, 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 the guttural throat sound. Okay. They start with that, but then to actually make the sound, you do the like flittering of the lips, mm-hmm. like in a uh, brass instrument, you pinch them really tight. This is opposite. You pursed go, lips. Yeah, but it's not purse. It's just. Oh, okay. okay. I, I'm not very good at that, but you just kind of <laughs> flap your lips, um, and then you and then you try that. So basically, get on the didgeridoo, start breathing. I'm gonna go grab something super quick. We're oh, gonna watch you play. This is fun. Yeah, I'll be right back. This doesn't feel odd at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's for sleep. It's yeah. I sound like I've been doing it for a long time. So if you're listening to the podcast, this is um, this is my didgeridoo solo. And circular breathing is escaping me. I don't believe that I'm. Well, I'm not. A, I'm not an instructor yet by any stretch. I hate the fact that that Ken ran away. There's really no one to talk over it. <laughs> 
So you can kind of hear me breathing, but not really effectively. Do I have more gasping for air? <laughs> so I want you to visualize this. You've, you've, you've seen these. I talk about all the little life hacks. But I'm not going to snore anymore. Yeah. So I do snore. So, I mean, this is... It's not going to be very fun because I think at some point my wife's going to go, you know, I'll put up with the snoring as opposed to this ridiculous death sound that's coming out of the garage. (laughs) But I kind of figure that I will incorporate my didgeridoo practice while I'm in my infrared sauna. Okay. So I will be sitting in the relaxed sauna with my head sticking out, just this going on where I'm I'm in the garage trying to do the didgeridoo. Here goes Brown. That's so hard to do circular breathing. That sounds so much better than mine. Did it really? Yeah, well, you've got the the the, the low vibration. Yeah, it sounds real. So, what we've learned is that uh, Dr. Brown is uh, family from Argentina, Germany, and apparently Australia. <laughs> so anyways, I want to uh, thank my uh, neighbor. Who did you say it was? Paul Hogan? Yeah, it's Paul Hogan. <laughs> That's exactly who it is. Oh, so, Mick, Mick Dundee. So if you actually do have obstructive sleep apnea, and this is no joke, we're kind of making fun of this, but I am I'm really going to practice this and try and do this so that I can, because my snoring happens because of redundant or lax tissue back there, which that's what they do the uvuloplasties on. So the alternative is to have oh, surgery. Yeah. I mean, I have a sleep apnea machine, but this would be really awesome. And then, you know, I don't know, once I get really good at it, put an ad on in Craigslist, didgeridoo, player for bar mitzvahs and uh, <laughs> weddings whatever you need high demand yeah yeah everywhere you know well who knows i mean, I mean if you could spurn an entire generation of people that are preventing sleep apnea by playing this thing this may become far more popular this could be really cool tell me if tell me if this sounds like the cake song he's going the distance okay one two threading at the starting line. Yeah. yeah I, was right? getting, I was getting ready yeah. to sing the rest okay, of the song. Let's, okay, let's let's go ahead and try it again here. So yeah. bumping and thumping and racing in time. There's something flashes the something go bells go up. Yeah, you're really close. I I'm, mean I'm I'm really close. I think I'm off by a little pitch. It's just a little bit of the rhythm. Yeah, maybe I, I don't know. Ron, do we have like a, a metronome or something to get me back on beat? I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's what I need. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's well, let me look for one, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, I'm in here trying to breathe, Doc. I'm trying to breathe and blow at the same time. Ron's over there trying to spit water out while while breathing. Yeah, the studio is a mess and very, very wet. All right. So that is our life hack for obstructive sleep apnea. Um, Hopefully, as we continue in the show, it keeps going on that I just continue to get better. So someday I can actually show up and play this thing. Yeah. Well, you know, what? just while we're talking about sleep apnea, there's lots of different things that occur though we've talked about some of the easy to recognize benefits of getting your sleep apnea under control but one thing that's kind of near and dear to me from handling so many cardiac anesthesia cases before you've referenced multiple times during the podcast today that cortisol levels go up whenever you're under stress and in more than one study they've been able to establish that cortisol high circulating cortisol leads to Plaque deposits. Plaque deposits lead oftentimes to CAD or coronary artery disease. It's really no coincidence that often long-term sufferers of sleep apnea or it goes unaddressed end up unfortunately having coronary vessel problems. And- 100%. I mean, 
I, I mean, we're, we're making fun of this, but this is no joke. Sleep is so important. Yeah. When you don't sleep well, you set up a cascade of events that actually lead to that. So if the coronary artery disease doesn't scare you enough, the other a huge side effect that happens is actually erectile dysfunction because of poor vascular circulation. Poor vascular circulation, without question. So if don't do it for the snoring, don't do it for the, you know, to keep your spouse up, don't do it for the coronary artery disease, but it's it's very funny when you start talking about certain things that are very personal, at least my patients will do this. When it's weight gain, balding, erectile dysfunction, they start going, I'm willing to do something now. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and Because they don't feel the coronary disease happening. And you don't want it to be too late. You don't want to always have to be in a rescue mode simply to be healthy. It's funny that you mentioned the thing about the doctor's lounge at, uh, at the hospital and just all of the things that aren't necessarily healthy. Unfortunately, health care is just not in the business of wellness. It's just That's just not the environment that they're in. And when you look at coronary vessel disease, you're right. It's a silent killer. And unfortunately, many times, if you end up with triple vessel disease or something like that, the, by the time you find out, it's often, well, it's, just, it's simply just too late. And there's, speaking of roadmaps, as we referenced earlier, beyond the box, beyond eating for your, your microbiota or having a, a great diet, you can also create a roadmap for recovery before you ever have to get to that point. So taking care of sleep apnea, learning how to to fast or intermittently fast, they've been a, they've been able to show. I think it was Walter Longo uh, from uh, USC was able to show or demonstrate that uh, fasting is one of the few ways to naturally break down plaques that exist in the uh, in your in your arteries. Correct. That's huge. I heard William Davis, the author of Wheat Belly. Uh, yeah, Wheat Belly. Yeah, Wheat Belly. Yeah. He's a cardiologist or cardiothoracic surgeon. I don't remember one of the two. And he actually had a several patients who had 90% blockage, gave mm-hmm. them the option of cabbage versus stent, and also gave them the, op- the um, option of two fasts in uh, a three-month period. Uh-huh. He watched it go from 90% to essentially wide open. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. There's all these things that we can be doing. Not everything needs a drug. Not everything needs a drug. Your body wants you to be healthy. Your body wants you to not have stress. And when you're overstressed, when you're underslept, when you basically cannot manage what it is that your bacteria that are supposed to be in your body need to survive, unfortunately, that's when things kind of spin out of control. Absolutely. You want to know what's kind of stressing me out? What's that? What's that next to you? That looks to me. Now, I, I don't have any sisters, but I do recognize this from some Young friends of mine, this is an easy bake oven. That is an easy bake oven. It is. We have now entered the first portion of the KBMD CBD cooking show. I can't wait. Yes. So the easy bake oven, I borrowed this from my daughter, who is uh, <laughs> now she's getting close to 13. She doesn't use it a whole lot anymore. But uh, back in the day, five, six years old, we rocked that easy bake oven. Yeah. So we're busting it out because we're going to make some uh, CBD dessert That's on my it. end. Right. And I think you made some CBD stuff. I did. So what I thought we would do right now is we could start mixing it up. We can put it in the Easy Bake. And then we're going to talk about the science of cooking with CBD. And we're going to make Ron come in here and sample all the food that we make. Yeah, he's going to love it. Yeah. So you keep talking for a second. I'm going to bring you the ingredients to make my grandmother's CBD chocolate cake. I love the fact that your grandmother had a recipe for CBD chocolate cake. Oh, She was a pioneer. She was, you should have heard her play the didgeridoo. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So what uh, Dr. Brown is up doing, I believe, is grabbing, he did tell me that he was going to have 
some ingredients for me to make. Oh, he already has them. Look at that. You already measured them. That's good. It's you probably going to cut down on the mess. So it looks to me like um, he's going to have a bowl. Um, oh, we have an egg. And we have coconut oil. And uh, this is, this. Say, oh, does this say vanilla milk? What I put vanilla extract oh, and Oh, vanilla milk. extract and milk. And oh, together. I got you. Okay. The magic ingredient. CBD. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. So, uh, and then on top of that, we have, um, what is this? Cactus honey? All right, so what we have here is I have have packed the ingredients for you, and I wrote it all out just like a doctor. Yeah, you did. It's it's illegible. um, Here's what we have going on. This is going to be very much like the Food Network challenges. Uh Uh-huh. Chef Eric. Yeah. You have been given a box of ingredients, (laughs) which include almond flour, an egg. Oh, almond flour. An egg. Organic milk with vanilla extract. Here's right here. Cactus honey. Uh, that one was this one. Oh, okay. All right. Cactus and cacao. Honey. And then it has to be this one. And it is. And in the Iron Chef style, the secret ingredient is CBD. <laughs> branded KBMD CBD. Branded, branded KBMD CBD right. with some coconut oil. So effectively right now, you have four minutes. Okay. To make your cake recipe and get it in the easy bake oven in time to be ready for the bottom of the last half hour. Okay. Uh, well, what I think that we have here, I think the timer started. Yes, it looks like it started now. Uh, do we have any utensils? Um, do we have any? Well, I guess I will get you utensils. I I forgot to put those up there. You go ahead, keep focusing yeah, on that. Yeah, there. So just just I actually measured everything out, so you don't really have to take much out. Just put it all in there. All right. Yeah, it's going in. So we're starting off here with the cactus. Uh, honey powder because I don't know what I'm doing, but that's what I would start with if I were on my own. And then um, what we have next is the almond flour made from all organic almonds. I'm certain because I know where he shops. So it also is going in here into this little bit of mixing bowl. Um, cacao, great. In fact, I always like the way it smells, and it also is going in. And thankfully, Brown has uh, pre-measured everything, which will. Cut down on uh, well, lots of problems. Oh, this looks like this is an EB all organic egg. Everything's all organic. Yeah, we are. Everything's all organic. We are doing, uh, trying to make this thing um, as healthy as possible as far as a uh, cake can go. Okay. We've got the Easy Bake Oven fired up. That. Ready for that? Oh, you're gonna. Oh, you're 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 being generous with the uh, coconut oil. Why do you like using coconut oil? Well, it's a it's a great vehicle. It's a good fat. It handles high temperature without uh, becoming rancid. And uh, I mean, there's lots of benefits to using coconuts, and it's a great uh, renewable source of uh, good fats and oils. There we go. So now I feel like Alton Brown. Yeah. That's right. Uh, just as Chef Eric has mentioned, it is a good fat. And as we're coming down to three minutes, so one other thing to note is that it does have medium chain triglycerides, which are readily absorbed and go to the brain and increase that. And we all know that we need fats like this. To improve our endocannabinoid system. You should probably use the whisker at this point. So, oh, yes. So, um, a classic flaw using a plastic <laughs> knife to do this. We're, um, I'm a little bit worried that, uh, Is there that, that Eric... Oh, look at this. What is he doing over there? Uh, hang on. Oh, he's adding more CBD. Brilliant move. Absolutely brilliant. Decided to rev it up and take CBD directly, not just put it all in the cake. Mm. Excellent. So, the whisker is there. We are now down to two minutes. I'm going to go ahead to spin this in. And it's coming together nicely, though. Easily mixed. I'm not so, going to use a power at all. One of the things that we would like to see is a, uh, you know, 
Eric, thank you for coming on the uh, the first ever KBMD CBD cook-off. Thanks for having me. Um, we're uh, doing Iron Chef style. What we will do is eventually is do a Bobby Flay CBD cook-off challenge. Oh, okay. And then we'll just move you over. Like I said, I do know one of the producers at the Food Network. We're just going to move you around to all the shows. Mm. Chopped. All of that stuff. <laughs> I don't think that the way that I know my way around a kitchen, I probably don't need any sharp instruments. <laughs> Speaking of that yesterday, um, should I, uh, I should go in here to this little dish, correct? Yes. Go ahead and put it in there. Then I'm going to go ahead and put it in a baking pan and then we're going to get it into the um, easy bake oven. Look at that. Yeah, that's nice. So we have ourselves a quick cake recipe. Fantastic. If you're only uh, listening, you should go to the YouTube part, at least for this part, and you can see how beautiful this is. Oh, it's gorgeous. I can't wait. It's going to be delicious. So do you do you agree that one of the hardest challenges when you're doing one of these cook-offs like this is actually the time, or is it the fact that I'm forcing you to do it with an easy-bake oven? I don't know. I really wish you'd leave me alone at the moment. <laughs> I really want this to come out well. Uh, you, know what? you know what he doesn't know? He doesn't know how to open the easy-bake oven. So once again, Eric does not have daughters, does not have sisters, and I think one of the um, one of the greatest. I did not envision this to be the biggest challenge. Um, if, if if we're witnessing this, he's wasting precious time trying to figure out the easy bake oven. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he's he. This is a wasted time, but that's okay. We're gonna we go ahead and help him out. The fact that he has a uh, no sisters or daughters, he does not realize that it does not open. You actually stick it in one end, and it comes out the no. other. <laughs> Yeah, I've never, I've honestly never. So used we're it. gonna go ahead and put this in. We actually have the Easy Bake Oven on high, so hopefully we'll have this uh, ready when we come back from commercial break here, and then we will have Ron come in and try our various CBD food products, and we're gonna talk about the science of CBD and what it does in cooking, and hopefully get way more into it in the future. All thanks to Brandon Brown from Flower Child that recommended we do this. Thank you, Brandon. We'll be back here in the last half hour here in just a moment. Be sure to like and share Gut Check Project. See you soon. Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-245-0823. Call right now. That number again is 800-245-0823. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075. Right on. So um, that is that is fantastic. We're getting incredible feedback. The Food Network has actually emailed me and said that you are the next Food Network star. You don't even have to do that whole um, the, the whole like trial learning, thing. Learning how to cook. <laughs> that whole part. Learning how to work an Easy Bake Oven, any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we've got that cooking real quick. I, let's talk a little bit about cooking with CBD. How's it? Um, I tried to find some stuff on this and as you can imagine, there's lots of cookbooks out there, but Mm -hmm. they all discuss using the cannabis. It's not necessarily just CBD, right? So there's a couple really cool things that, um, that need to be taken into account. Now, one of the problems is, and I'm going to figure this all out. I'm going to actually, sorry about that. I'm going to figure, um, the exact temperatures and everything. I tried to find things like, when does it decarboxylate at what temperature does it does do what at what temperature? Because the other thing is when you're using a full spectrum CBD. Right. So as I started getting into this, it's not as easy as you would think because we've got lots of molecules in here, like terpenes, polyphenols, flavonoids. They're all going to have different melting temperatures, different denaturing temperatures. Basically, what I did find on, on several different sites looking at this is that um, light is bad for cbd so this is how come you'll find most bottles which are going to be colored Mm -hmm. you won't find a clear bottle if you find a clear bottle and it's been sitting on a shelf for a long time it can actually really affect the cbd right so the most important thing if you're ever going to try and cook with cbd products is to find a really good high quality product first thing you need to do is look that um the perfect cannabinoid product that you really like like kbmd health has a certificate of analysis we know that it checks all the boxes. It's organic. It is um, naturally, um, it's naturally produced and sourced to one company, so you know what you're getting. And interestingly, we did talk about this, but since it is a fat soluble, cooking with fats is actually good. Right. Hence the coconut oil to add to that a little bit, so that you can do this. Now, as far as controlled temperature. Several different sites were discussing different things. I couldn't find anything in Google Scholar or in PubMed. I'm going to really try and find this. I do know that I did download a chemistry of CBD book, and I'm really going to try and look in the molecular structure using gas chromatograph to see at what point these different molecules denature. Okay. But as long as it is a even heat, somewhere between 320 degrees and 356 degrees, but going over 356, they believe you can denature the CBD. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't denature the terpenes which gets into a whole different discussion about using um, different essential oil or terpenes with your cooking. So you could have different foods. So we're waiting for this cake to come out here. Once it comes out, that one right there, we do know that the terpene profile um, of the KBMD Health CBD is a full spectrum. We do know that there's flavonoids in there, so you're getting a lot of benefit from it. And as long as we don't go over 356 degrees for a long period of time, more than likely, you're going to get these health benefits from this. And it's kind of fun to cook with it and adds a unique earthy flavor. We're using natural flavor with this. Now, uh, the other thing that uh, people do talk about is make sure that when you're going to cook with it, that you store it appropriately. You don't really want it in real warm areas. Don't stick it in your car, drive around with it, and then try and cook with it because it's probably going to denature. But other than that, it is just an oil. It's pretty stable. It's pretty stable. It's just an excellent oil. 
Uh, the other big thing is when you do add it to stuff to mix it up really good to make sure that it is evenly dispersed amongst this. So in the cake thing with the whisker that you were doing there, we're going to go ahead and take a look at that and see how that came out and see how it tastes. And it's probably better to cook with it than to drizzle with it. So the first thing people say is, oh, let me just drizzle it. And because the flavor can be overwhelming to whatever you're actually putting it on. Okay. So when you do add it to a fat, like let's say, like I was looking at different recipes, guacamole, perfect thing. Avocado, you've got avocado, which is a good fat. You add a little CBD, mix it up real good, and you can sit there and do that. So There are a couple of combinations that I've seen people commercially make available that I've kind of wondered how is it naturally being combined and I'm not saying that they're doing it wrong. I'm just curious. Uh, I've seen people add CBD to various beers. And I know that there are water-soluble delivery systems, but the limitation of water-soluble is often that uh, it, it does have a rapid onset, but it, it also dissipates rather quickly. Yeah. So we're going to get into, at some point, we're going to get into the real science of all that stuff and, and try and break through all the myths between what type of delivery system and what works well. I just do know that what using the most common form, which is the oil, <clears throat> oil. very effective with my patients. Right. And we're going to continue to develop different types of delivery systems and or we won't develop it, but we're going to work with uh, Powered by Elixinol to come up with different delivery systems, um, maybe even local delivery systems yeah. that really make a difference. So. Um, I think our cake is done. Let oh. me go ahead. If you'll just take over the mic. Yeah, sure. Maybe we can get Ron in here at some point to try this. Yeah, Ron. This let is... me go ahead and bust this cake out here. And I'm going to, um, it's a little little heavy there in the Easy Bake Oven. So I'll just be pulling it down to the side here and coming back out with the cake. Oh, so it's a heavy cake. It's, you'd be surprised what it does. I yeah. am. I'm surprised yeah. hearing you talk about it. Okay. okay. So Ron's going to come in here and also basically weigh in on um, our first in-studio Food concoction and ooh, Brown says that the Easy Bake—that's a hot Easy Bake oven—and he's kind of burning his fingers. Um, kind of glad that I, I didn't have sisters. It looks like I might have, without being careful. Ooh, he sounds excited. Oh, look at that! Interesting that it came out of that small slit and such a big pan. Well, here comes Ron and. Um, this is this is interesting. I I didn't realize that it would so, come out in such a spiraled fashion. So much like the um, Food Network, Ron is a celebrity judge. Yeah, Ron is the. But there's um, food involved. Yes. <laughs> so uh, many of you know Ron as being the producer of the show, but in addition to that, he's the four-time world champion lard donut chef using. Keep going, Bacon. Dr. Ken. Just keep going. <laughs> it's it's was, working out well. That's I, was, I was waiting for Eric to jump in and, and run with it. That was, that, was, that was a boat I didn't know how to get into. So, wow, so this looks good, Dr. Yeah, Ken. So, all right. So the, the presentation, um, most people like cakes to have a certain form. But um, the Easy Bake, the beauty of the Easy Bake is it, it cooks in whatever mood it's in. And Correct. It, <laughs> it decided to cook it into a ball today. I have daughters, Eric, yeah. so I'm familiar with yeah. Easy Bake. Oh wow! Oh yeah. So okay. this is. I want you to. I want you to try that right there, and we need your your honest professional judge opinion on okay. Eric's on right. Eric's cooking ability here. Oh, it's moist. Look at that. Yeah, moist. Good. It's a good start. Yeah, it it has to be that, that all organic vanilla milk. All right. All right. So here we go. Here goes Ron, and he's going in. It's edible, apparently. And 
I'll be honest with you. That's actually really, really freaking good. <laughs> Holy crap. I watched him mix this up. That's actually really good. Yeah. So what? everybody out there, if you're like right now, you should be going, Tony, where's that Easy Bake Oven? Oh, my God. Our daughter graduated. She's married. This... Yeah, just bust that out. Yeah. <laughs> we just need the Easy Bake and some CBD. And we'll figure out the rest later. <laughs> it'll, all, wow. it'll all come together. That's, yeah. Yes. That's really good. It's got a great flavor. Um. And you you can't taste the CBD. No, no. I mean that's it, but it it tastes like it tastes like a dessert. That's what it's supposed to be. I think it, I think it's great. That is a review that I did not expect. I was not expecting that. No, yeah. Ron. Uh, I also and uh, Brown. I kind of surprised you a little bit. I knew that it was going to be cooked day, but I prepared something before I got oh, here. Oh. Here it comes. Mostly because I don't know how to use an easy bake oven. <laughs> so just a moment. Y'all kill a little bit of air. And I'm going to go back here and grab this. I'll tell you a little bit about it. All right. While well, he's doing that, Dr. King. So uh, this, this recipe that we actually did that, I, I'm completely lying. This is not my grandmother's recipe. I actually called the chef at Kenny's Burger Joint in Plano, and I said, how do you guys make that great chocolate cake? And he gave me the recipe, and that's what we just did here. That's fantastic. It's really good. And if and uh, you know, I'm a connoisseur of desserts. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you? Got, oh, what Eric? do we got going on here? So what this is is inspired okay. by my wife is gluten free. She oh, that's fantastic. Does not eat gluten, but she she's really good at finding some really cool. Tasting, great tasting substitutes. Before and, we go on, yeah, I just want to say thank you for sticking with the spherical theme yeah. of, of today's food. <laughs> oh, well, the, what I... The every, dessert balls? Yeah, everything oh, I make yeah. is in a ball. It doesn't matter. Steak. I make steak balls, <laughs> green bean balls. That's all I do. It's, yeah, that's, that's great. That's it. Bacon balls, whatever. It doesn't matter. When I cook, that's what... You know where I've been. You go to Eric's house. He's sitting on the couch watching the game. Yeah. It's just a bacon ball. Yeah. Eating it like an apple. That's, that's just how we go. That's how we do it. <laughs> So uh, what this is, though, is... Uh, so many jokes. <laughs> we'll just go with it. Albeit, we do talk about not consuming too much sugar. That doesn't mean you can escape it every single time, especially if you're talking about desserts. So right. today is cooking with CBD and desserts, and there is this brand called Melly's Cookies, and it's chocolate. But what it is... Me- Melly's? M-E-L-I-S. Melly's Monster Cookies. And they've got a bunch of different varieties, but the... Uh, the chocolate ones are high in protein, so there are some benefits to it, but there are there is no wheat. It's completely gluten-free, and for something Oops. that's gluten-free, it's actually delicious. Um, what it does have in it is oats, a little bit of sugar, and it has some uh, dark chocolate chips and some chocolate chunks. Dark chocolate. Yep, and uh, some vanilla and uh, and natural vanilla flavor, and a couple of other small little things in there. Like I said, they it's not ideal, but for desserts... If you are having to steer free of gluten, sometimes you do have to find something that's going to allow you to enjoy Absolutely. yourself. But what I did do, and something that Dr. Brown was talking about earlier in this segment, was you have to find something that agrees with the vehicle. And so by the vehicle, we mean the MCT oil. And by that, you want to have something that's made with fat. So all you have to do when you make this is use, preferably, an all-organic uh, peanut butter, which is what I did. And then you melt a little bit of butter, you add some eggs, and they've, they've already pre-mixed the chocolate chips and a little bit of oats. 
These serving sizes that I did, I've measured out by the amount of CBD that I put into the mix. Each one of these little balls here will have around 7 grams of sugar, which isn't great, but not, not terrible. And we'll have at least 8 milligrams of CBD. Oh, no kidding. So I've not even tried them yet. I have no idea what it tastes like. You can also cook these, but because I didn't want to risk hardening sure. these up. And oh, I'm on it. Trying to find out. So <laughs> I'm going to try one. I'm going to try one of these. And so everyone has now picked one up. Of And of course, you can tell it's mine because yeah. it's in a ball. Well, hold on. Hold on. We have to okay. do this. We have to do this. Food oh, well, network. The, um, you know, the Eric, the, Eric the, the presentation is fantastic. It Thank is. You. Your it is ability fantastic. to create a spherical form mm. and stay consistent to your brand is right. beautiful. Right. The, um, the aroma. Peanut butterish. <laughs> Very peanut butterish. Yeah. Are those Chocolate. Um, yeah. That, that organic peanut butter. Were these peanuts um, <laughs> from West Virginia by any chance? No. No, these are these are definitely West Texas peanuts. West Texas? But shelled in West Virginia. Sh- that, that, oh, that's where, that's that's where, where I'm getting, getting That's, that's where, where I'm getting, getting West Virginia yeah. from. Yes, it's, correct. It's very, very interesting. It's the oats, Excellent. though. Are these steel cut? They are steel cut. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious at how, how you knew that so well. But uh, yeah, 100% very still nice. cut. <laughs> yeah, very nice. <laughs> so, so, so now I want to shift gears and go from Food Network to NPR. Okay. <laughs> Eric, tell me about your gluten-free balls. Oh, this sounds like it's a segment that's ripped off of Saturday Night Live, but it's okay. I mean, I'm so very, many jokes. D- d- <laughs> I'm just, just going to be quiet on this side of the room. <laughs> so in all seriousness, now CBD has been added to it, and we know what the natural CBD tastes like. I enjoy it. But that being said, see if it's overpowering, which would be kind of a test marker of cooking with CBD. Do you think it's overpowering, or do you are you able to discern... Time is ticking. He's thinking about it. So is Ron. I'm not getting. I'm not getting. I'm not getting CBD no. flavor. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. No, definitely the the uh, the peanut butter, of course. Right. The chocolate. Right. Because the chocolate, um, it's um, because it's not melted. Right. It's it's the, it's crunchy. Right. The, right. The chocolate and the oats. I mean, no, I don't get any. I taste. I'm not sure what it is that I taste, but I don't think it's the the CBD. Nice. It's good. All of it. Great flavor. Well, it's really interesting, and it's always fun for us to be able to find foods that don't contain gluten, that somebody else can begin to enjoy. And here's something that even when when Marie is talking to other people that have suddenly found out that they also should avoid gluten, uh, unfortunately, it's like a feeling of doom. Well, I can't have anything. I can't do this. And I empathize with them. It sucks. You feel like that you've kind of been closed in on, like your lifestyle has been directly changed Mm -hmm. you're really not supposed to have beer of any kind and if you're a social beer drinker well you may identify with a little bit of that and that that aspect is gone you've got to find either a substitute or just a different lifestyle or just get used to not drinking in those same settings if you want to continue that part of so i mean i I, you recommend just putting these in water these 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 little balls and then just sipping on that when you're out in social events that's right where i was going (laughs) i mean i just what we expect is lots of bars will offer <laughs> these diet balls of CBD. When all you're doing is adding water. I'm, I'm, it's amazing that you've made these leaps and you know exactly where we're going. No, but it, it is nice to have something you can share with people who, who don't know what they can consume and, and find out that there is a little hope. Oddly enough, they sell this in our local Walmart on the wheat flour aisle. 
is where the gluten-free section is, which I think is kind of strange. But they have one little shelf. The Decatur Walmart doesn't feature a whole lot. Yeah, there you go. And um, But they have one little shelf where they put together a handful of small things that are gluten-free for you to be able to go home and produce. This reminds me very much of when we were in San Diego and that um, company that did paleo treats. Oh, yeah. So, Ron, we were, at, we were at this meeting and they had these paleo treats because it said paleo treats on it. And they it, they had these little, I mean, there was these little pies. It was just so good. Was there a lot of meat and uh, protein involved? I'm so, just, <laughs> just because the name was there, I was like, well, I can have as many of these as I want. Right. And then, so I grabbed a handful, went back to the room watching some tv and just snap and they were just it's like this like right. like, like you could like you eat one and you're like oh i want to have another one <laughs> and i woke up with like five wrappers on the ground oh and i was kind of bloated the next day and i was like hmm that seems like uh that's a little odd so i was thinking paleo treats i can eat as much as i want no no they are <laughs> they were a good 500 calories a pop and i just oh. sat there and mowed through like five of them yeah you're full the next day though that was <laughs> all day yeah paleo <laughs> treats actually are fantastic uh, for a uh, for a substitute dessert, they're sweetened with um, I think it's all organic honey. Is it? Yeah, yeah. They they do a, they do a pretty good job of of providing that. But regardless, they send us your ideas on foods that you would make with CBD, and you can do that at kbmdhealth.com. Go to contact us, shoot us an email. We'll see if we can't make your recipe on the air. Probably not with an easy bake oven, but we should probably bring Brandon back on. Or have Chef Patrick maybe take over. Somebody who knows how to cook. <laughs> That's probably a good plan, but I'm going to take one of these, and I'm going to go back in the control room. Yes. These are really good, Eric. Well, good job. Well, uh, I... That's probably a little too rich for me, but you can bring it in the control room when you're done, too. Huh? <laughs> Thanks, guys. No, absolutely. Thank you, Ron. Well, um, so, Dr. Brown, what else drew you into examining why you would want to cook with CBD? We've had people ask about it. I mean, I know that, but what was it that kind of? Well, I think that I think it's it's a way to demystify something that there's so much confusion around, right? And I think that we know that there is a. I would say that every standard American that eats a typical American diet lives a typical American lifestyle: lack of sleep, increased stress, medications, poor diet. They all have an endocannabinoid deficiency. Chef Patrick brought this up a few shows ago, or actually early on, where when they started regulating hemp, hemp used to be used in cooking a ton. Hemp right. was used like crazy. Right. Then, of course, they made it a class one thing where CBD and hemp, they just, until the uh, farm bill passed, it was basically unavailable. We started getting sicker at that same time. Yep. So is that a situation where we really do need more of uh, the full flour the hemp flour in our diet again to try and raise some of those endocannabinoid levels. So when you start looking at this, a great way to get people to realize that they start paying attention to their diet, they start looking at this and then they can start augmenting their own endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm. I think that the whole concept of cooking with CBD is incredible. I mean, you can look at different things like once we get away from canola oil, which I'm not a big fan of, right? And you get away from, you know, those polyunsaturated ones that are not quite good for you either. And you start realizing, well, I can cook with uh, avocado oil, uh, a good proper olive oil without burning it. Peanut oil. Peanut oil, very good for you. Well, CBD is just another oil. It's just another vehicle to deliver something. But what's unique about it is that it does have the medium chain triglycerides, and which cross the blood-brain barrier and add fuel to your brain. And it does have the endocannabinoids, or it does have the cannabinoids in it, 
which fuel your own endocannabinoids. And I think it'd just be a really fun thing to start building different recipes. As I mentioned early on in the show, most of the cookbooks are related to cooking with cannabis, pure cannabis mm-hmm. that has THC. Right. Let's get away from that and start looking at this as more of a medicinal thing so that you can have some fun. The easy bake is just kind of, it was kind of tongue in cheek right there because it's really fun. You can do this as a family, just like you guys do. You start talking why we want to choose these particular things right. and why we're going to you know, look at how we're going to cook, why we're going to pay attention to what we're eating. You start adding the polyphenols, you start improving your endocannabinoid system, and you're just going to start feeling better. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting earlier in the show when we were referencing uh, uh, Ryan Kerrigan and his diet. So he, if he were to supplement, would simply only be strengthening. What would what by most people's standards would be a really, really great diet for all of us to adopt. But this is reality, and that is that in the Western uh, diet, we consume sugars every now and then. I mean, I try to avoid it, but I, I would be untruthful or dishonest if I said that I never enjoy a treat like this. So if you could incorporate a level of protection in cooking things like this, where you're going to use in this instance a fat, and you know that you have an MCT-based legitimate uh, CBD and KBMD CBD and you added it, I wonder if you aren't adding some element of real protection, not that you're not exposing yourself to some elements of sugar, but maybe you're staving off a little bit of the inflammatory cascade that's to follow by basically having a high glycemic indexed food or something like that. Well, okay. So let's break this down. The reason why I said dark chocolate recent study just came out where it did look at dark chocolate and they showed that it definitely helps people with depression. Right. It was a clinical trial that they did just publish where those that ate dark chocolate had less depressive symptoms with a tendency that those that did have a tendency to have depression. So we know that the cacao in it does something cool. The cacao is a polyphenol, but dark chocolate is not necessarily bad for you at all. In fact, if you look at Max Lugavere's book, Genius Foods, dark chocolate is one of the things that he puts in there. Right. Avocado, dark chocolate, so on. Um, so dark chocolate is in this. We do have these oats, which are fiber. The fiber is actually going to slow the absorption of the sugar. So I love it whenever, if you're going to put sugar, as long as it's not with a super simple carbohydrate, meaning that it's just going to dissolve. When you think about the worst combination, I think about like a really, like a really fresh glazed donut. You put it in your mouth and it's melting. You're digesting it before it even gets to your stomach. Yeah, no joke. That just spikes your sugar up like crazy, which is why sodas are so bad. Let's get back to that. When you have a liquid, there's linear excretion, which means that you're just going to absorb it. Even if your stomach's not moving, you're going to absorb that. Zero fiber. Zero fiber. So what this does is you put the fat in here, the fat from the MCT, from the CBD, in addition to adding any other fat that you put in, full regular grass-fed butter. What that does is that does something called an ileal break. That tells your intestines to slow down because the reason why the ketosis diet works so well, the reason why Atkins was so successful is because when your body tries to break down fat, it slows digestion. So when people, a great example is this, patients will come to me and be like, I can't tolerate dairy. What do you drink? I drink skim milk, drink whole milk. And then they're like, wow, I can drink whole milk. The fat in the whole milk slows the, slows the process, has to break it down a little bit so that the the sugars, the lactose sugar is sent out in smaller bursts so that your body can break it down. Skim milk is just protein, no fat, and the sugar, and it goes right through. So I'm not a fan of skim milk, believe it or not. So we got away from skim milk, or we got away from fats, and people started drinking skim milk, when the reality is a lot of people can tolerate 
half and half and whole milk way better than they can tolerate skim milk because of the fats that are there. So getting back to this, we've got dark chocolate, we've got our prebiotic in the oats, we've got our good fats that are there, and the peanut butter adds a ton of flavor, and a good organic peanut butter um, brings a lot of protein, brings some more fat into the pitcher. This is kind of a good little snack, and if you're going to do something, this is a good way to do it. I think that we could probably even, I mean, Melly's may not uh, may not like it so much, but you could probably look at this recipe or what it is that they put in here and modify it just a little bit in terms of the sweetener and really have a solid a solid snack, just like you just said, because it is high in protein, especially with the peanut butter that's in there. And if you didn't want to use peanut butter and you wanted to use cashew butter, I'm sure you could do the same thing. I'm sure there's some people that have peanut butter allergies, and I'm sure you could substitute. And basically, I think with the peanut butter, you're getting consistency and flavor. Oh, absolutely, and, and, and it works like a binder. Yeah, that's really. Yeah. No, that's I really think it's. It. I I think it's great. It's called Melly's, huh? Yeah, M E L I S, and these, I think it's a mother and daughter that decided to start making foods that were gluten free that taste good. So that's kind of what they did. Really interesting. That's awesome, um, Ron. Yes, sir. I I have a small confession to make. Yes, sir. I I may have um, exaggerated a little bit when I said that the recipe was from uh, Kenny's Burger. Um, chef, there's a chef there named Eric, mm-hmm. and they make this uh, chocolate cake. Actually, what I did is when I was planning the show, I thought it'd be pretty funny to talk about cooking with CBD and using my daughter's Easy Bake Oven. Mm-hmm. This was actually a dessert from Kenny's that I unfortunately left in my car, and it got squished. <laughs> it was supposed to be a formed actual cake, <laughs> <laughs> but when I showed up to the studio this morning, I went... How do I pull this one off? It's just a big molten glob. (laughs) So shout out to Kenny's Burger for hooking me up with uh, some cake so that we could have we could play a joke that kind of um, well, it kind of backfired. I still think that the ball theme worked out. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that it wouldn't. Yeah, so I'm not encouraging anybody to actually bust out the Easy Bake Oven and expect the same results. (laughs) Well, what other what other foods have you seen with the CBD added in it? I know that we've 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 run across. A couple of treats. We've run across a couple of. Uh, we've seen the gummies that have that have shown up and circulated in our area here in North Texas now. So, but that's one of those things. So when you start incorporating things into a um, processed mechanism yeah. like gummies and stuff, what does that actually do to the molecule? I don't know. How hot does it get? What do they do? What preservatives do they have to put in it? What does that do? I mean, for me, I'm gonna. I, I don't need. I mean, I like the taste of it. And I'm regular user of CBD. I take it in the morning and at night. My kids use it. All my staff is on it. Sure. Basically, if you know me, I'm going to tell you to get on it. And I would say that you know that something works is when you have a 90% rebuy rate. Right. So everybody's you know likes it, and so they come back. Um, but looking at different things, when you think about it, if you want to add a little CBD to something, great things are these fats. So if you're going to add it to anything that has a little bit of fat, like avocado over gluten-free toast. Right. Or better yet, mm. if you start reading about bread and bread making, true sourdough bread that you make from a starter and you make it home, the gluten gets broken down. Watch a show on Netflix called Cooked. The episode is Air. It does four parts. Watch that and they explain how true sourdough bread can actually um, be tolerated by uh, by gluten intolerant people. I don't know about celiac. I wouldn't recommend that, sure. but probably there. And that uh, I just saw this in the news, the BBC. They uncovered a some cave, archaeologic dig, where they found starter mix. Really? 4,500 years old. And they made bread from it. 
So it was traditional or real heirloom. They used to, when you had your family starter, yeah, you would pass it on generation to generation. You would feed the starter like it was a like it was a living organism, yeah. a plant. Yeah, and then you would use a little bit of that starter to mix with flour. You would let it ferment a little bit. That becomes sourdough. You stick it in. You bake it. Imagine fresh sourdough toast with some um, avocado and CBD oil. That's a fantastic win. True sourdough is considered a superfood. Isn't sourdough and the issue of gluten intolerance, and I could be wrong here, isn't it believed that the bacteria are actually given the opportunity to basically break down the gliadin portion of the That's gluten? That's exactly what it does. The bacteria use it as fuel. Yeah. That's fascinating. It's so super basically cool. it's eliminating the the protagonist that's causing everything. And I can I can 100% attest. I have um I've been experimenting with homemade sourdough bread and uh-huh. I have gluten intolerance uh-huh. and it's it's like night and day. Like I'm in the bathroom kind of thing. Like you do, like it's not like a placebo effect. I have no issues. It's amazing. I love it. And I just absolutely love it when you have homemade sourdough bread. That is awesome. Well, uh, we just experimented with cooking on uh, Gut Check Project. Thank you all for the ideas. We we do read your email. That's exactly why we broke into this today. So certainly appreciate it. Be sure to like and share our program with everyone that you know. If you want to hear from us, go to gutcheckproject.com. Thank you. Thank you. Right on, dude. That's fun. This is the only 24-hour, take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoonie. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Access Netflix, Prime Video, Live TV, and more with the Xfinity X1 Voice Remote. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll enjoy Xfinity X1, which gives you access to your favorite streaming apps like Netflix, YouTube, and Prime Video. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.